Magandang araw, podmates. My guest today is a man of many hats. He's a law professor, human rights lawyer, and one of the country's leading experts on climate change negotiations, among other credentials. Dati rin siyang dean ng Ateneo School of Government. But he has a very new hat, convener of a group called MAD, MAD, or the Movement Against Disinformation, a new coalition with many lawyers and activists that recently wrote an open letter to Facebook demanding reforms, transparency, a change in their algorithm, among many other things. Magandang araw sa'yo, Attorney and Professor Tony Lavinia. Welcome to our podcast. Magandang araw, Howie, and magandang araw sa lahat ng nakikinig for those listening to this podcast. Uh, happy to be here. Salamat, uh, Dean Tony. No? Itong, tungkol sa movement against disinformation. You're one of the conveners of this. Itong salitang disinformation no? is, is what many now call fake news. What's wrong with using fake news when it's easier to say than disinformation? Or is there a difference now between the two? In an election context particularly, hindi lang siya news, di ba? Kasi news, mm. balita. Kung hindi, actually, finifeed siya na information ng mga nangyayari, yung mga uh, facts na finifeed para sa isang kandidato or laban sa isang kandidato. No? It's a system that we are talking about here, not just tidbits, not just uh, scoops, di ba? but a whole system of disinformation, of wrong information being given. So because of that, people can decide wrongly kung sinong ibuboto nila kasi it's disinformation. It's not the truth that they are hearing and it's a whole system that's coming at them. I mean, so yun ang, ang dahilan kung bakit uh, we are uh, mad about uh, this information. We mm. uh, uh, want to deal with this. Uh, we want to confront this. Not just in the election context, but right now, the election is the most important thing kasi meron tayong elections sa May 2022. At pag mm-hmm. hindi natin ito this will destroy our democracy. Itong disinformation system na ito. Palikan ko lang itong fake news. No? Kasi kami, lalo na mga journalists, napapansin namin na gas-gas na yung paggamit itong uh, mga salitang fake news. No? Kasi pati mga politiko, no? mga political leaders, hindi lang sa Pilipinas, pero sa iba't ibang bansa. No? Si dating President Donald Trump used, used fake news to discredit the truths, actually, that were being uh, reported about him. Uh, dinidismiss uh, niya yung uh, mga critical coverage as fake news. Bumayan na rin yung ibang politiko rito sa Pilipinas, no? So, medyo na co-op na ng ibang politiko itong, itong mga salitang fake news. Kaya, kaya itong disinformation, it sounds more technical, but maybe it's uh, it's more appropriate now kasi uh, doon sa original meaning ng fake news, no? And exactly, and, and kami, how yung grupo namin, yung movement against disinformation, we are explicitly non-partisan. We are not endorsing any particular candidate as a, as a group. Although some individuals might be supporting one candidate or the other. But ako mismo, I'm not going to endorse anyone for a long time, maybe until the last week of elections. No? Mm-hmm. Uh, in a, using other hats, but not as movement against uh, disinformation. Precisely so that we can confront disinformation that's coming from all sources. I mean, right now, so Pilipinas, uh, the disinformation comes from specific campaigns, from sadly, from the government itself. No, mm-hmm. um, But it's also possible that as the campaign goes on it can come from other other campaigns also so gusto namin may ability to call that out kasi mm-hmm. insidiousa eh, uh, mm-hmm. it does affect the elections uh, can win or lose elections in fact uh, if not confronted properly yung open letter nyo sa facebook no to you know to demand that it do something about disinformation uh, no? but why facebook though uh, is it most at fault dito sa problema natin ng, uh, sa, fake, sa fake news or disinformation? It's the most used right now sa social media platforms ng mga Pilipino. No? Dahil may free Facebook, di ba? Probably followed by YouTube. Uh, marami disinformation din sa, sa YouTube na, na nasusundan din namin. But this is just the first naman of the letters. We wanted to, to get that out right away kasi gusto namin mag-engage sa Facebook. Hindi namin nakikita hmm. yung meta, the, the new company, no? the new name of Facebook as a, as a corporate. <laughs> we don't see them as an enemy. Uh, mm. We want to engage them, uh, look at their policies, have their policies changed kung hindi siya effective, and in particular, confront them on specific disinformation that might be disseminated still through Facebook no, in spite of the different ways that they have tried to fix this for us. So, so uh, kaya na una siya kasi yun ang pinaka, pinaka marami na na 
pinakaginagamit sa Pilipinas. We have a letter now prepared for for Google, Twitter, and TikTok, and mm-hmm. YouTube. I mean, uh, and among us, ang conveners nito, ang alam namin na ano, yung, yung medyo malala din sa YouTube. No? Mm-hmm. Definitely in, insufficient din yung mga policies ng, ng YouTube. So, so the, the idea is to engage with the social media companies' uh, platforms. Kasi hindi naman ito, di ba? When you look at it, yung disinformation, hindi naman yan siya bago, di ba? Noon pa yung sinatawag natin, budol-budol, di ba? Nag-spindle. Marami nang ganyan na ano, every election, may rumor na matay ito, di ba? Nag-withdraw ito. Uh, you have all of that even long before social media. Ang difference is that it doesn't go to the mainstream press kasi yung mainstream press, kahit paano may editorial system, di ba? May, may fact-checking system. So hindi siya lumalabas doon. Pero ngayon sa social media, lalabas kaagad siya. And we need to confront the platforms for allowing that. Hindi kami magre-retail masyado. Exceptional lang, magre-retail kami kung campaign. Diba? Kung prominent people like government or institutions like the government are the one propagating this information. Then we will fight specific things. But we're not gonna go after every single individual mm-hmm. uh, that's that's promoting diba, uh, this information. Kasi... Una, impossible. Pangalawa, ayaw din namin magkaroon ng chilling effect sa freedom of expression. So we're gonna stay out of that. But more kami mag-focus dun sa institutions, organizations, campaigns, and the platforms themselves. So itong open letter nyo, November 17, uh, nyo pinablish uh, sa Facebook mismo, no? Uh, may, may reply na ba ang uh, Facebook? Yes, Kasi they, you, you, they've replied. Oh, oh, may, uh, oh. Pero hindi pa substantive yung reply. Parang they've acknowledged and that they will come back to us in due time. They started inviting us sa ilang mga mga processes mm-hmm. nila to get a feel of how they're trying to to respond. No? So we will uh, we will do that. But also we expect them to to sit down with us on the specific issues that we have raised with them. Kasi napaka-importante yan. Ang difference namin, I think, how we dun sa mga ibang sort of uh, movement. Di ba may mga Maraming mga press people, for example, that are already fighting disinformation, di ba? may mga coalitions doon, which are all very good. I'm also joining and cooperate with all of them, collaborate with all of them. For sa amin, multisectoral. Like, maraming ka talaga kaming abogado kasi we want to take legal action if necessary. May, well, excuse me, uh, Tony. Legal action. Anong klaseng legal action yung, yung pwede niyong gawin? Well, for example, if campaigns themselves become responsible, makita namin the responsible for disseminating ano we, yeah, anything from libel to to comelec action di ba na na, na marami namang options sa comelec eh, uh, in terms of ano uh, but not legal action against facebook if they do not cooperate di ba if they do not become accountable for what they allow to be posted that's not outside the ano outside the possibility di ba kasi syempre uh-huh. at titingnan namin kung kung cooperative ba sila kung makipag makipag-engage pa sila but they also know now we we will we also have options against against the platforms no if they're not responsive to the complaints kasi hindi oh, naman tayo completely helpless before the platform oh, but but we reading the operation from the platforms but reading your open letter to Facebook no yung mga yung mga demands niyo no or we ask Facebook to so i guess request you're asking them to parang disclose its comprehensive plans in ensuring that myths mistruths uh, or or lies no will not flourish disproportionately in its platform in the context of the upcoming 2022 Philippine national elections no uh, even that uh, could be potentially uh, problematic uh, kasabi mga you respect uh, freedom of speech freedom of the press no and then uh, mark zuckerberg has already said na indi- you know they they can't be the arbiters of truth no i mean uh, it's it's going to be very difficult so Doon pa lang. Siguro, yun ang kailangan yung pag-usapan kung paano gagawin niya. No? But, but apart from that, I mean, there's you have uh, six demands here. no And then, yun nga, uh, you're asking them to remove accounts for coordinated, well, yung ginagawa na nila, no? for coordinated, inauthentic uh, behavior. But uh, but in addition, you're asking them to be more transparent no and, and consistent. And then, sabi mo dito, adopt mandatory labeling for political personalities, both incumbent or aspiring to guide the public about the nature of and motiva- motivation behind the parties. Ano ibig sabihin ng kay, uh, gusto mong mag-adopt yung Facebook na mandatory labeling for political personalities. Uh, what do you mean? Systematic disclosures of the social media campaigns basically. Mm. Alam natin na uh, all the campaigns are have now social media 
components, what we really want is maging transparent. Lahat yon mm-hmm. by being able to label them all properly. So alam natin ang galing ito sa campaign. We want the campaigns to be accountable diba, for what mm-hmm. their supporters put in the, mm-hmm. in the ano. So, so this mandatory labeling can can be the means for doing that. I mean, mm-hmm. Alam mo, ang pinaka-worried namin, um, Howie, yung tinatawag na micro-targeting ta- diba, micro pala. Kasi sa micro-targeting, diba, like we do not see what a campaign is sending to its core supporters or to to certain groups that it wants to convert, diba? And Facebook is able to do this because each Facebook user is actually giving Facebook so much data about yourself. Sabi nga, Facebook knows you better than you know yourself based on what you what you like, what you do not like, what you comment on, what you what you engage with. So yun ang ibig mo sabihin dun sa micro-targeting. They know your interests, your preferences. Kaya pag may isang kandidato or some political party na gusto mag-target ng lahat ng mga halimbawa Eraserheads fans kaya, nil, kaya nilang uh, ibigay sa iyo yun, yung data na yon problema ngayon kasi alam natin na nangyayari siya but kung hindi ka kasama sa tinarget hindi mo alam di ba? if you're in your own social media bubble excluded ka from what we target hindi mo alam yon hindi natin ma-hold accountable yung mga nag-target doon di ba? so mm-hmm. we want to make sure na, na mas mas open yon mas nakalabas yon it's challenging siya no Hindi siya ganun kadali. But if you have certain procedures, certain uh, systems like 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 labeling like that, diba, it will make things easier. I mean, um, but it is about advertising, diba? Yes, oh, yung sponsored ads. Oh, yung, yung sponsored ads. In fact, problematic dan yan. Even Comelec doesn't know what to do. Kasi, uh, you know, there are rules about com- campaign ads in the mainstream media. Na madaling sukatin, madaling bilangin, madaling i-monitor. No? You know what aired on GMA and other other stations. You know what you know what aired on radio stations, etc. Pero kung ano yung lumalabas dyan sa sinasabi mga mark, micro-targeted ads, ang hirap, ang hirap, hirap, i, uh, it might even be impossible. Maybe only Facebook can monitor that, no? Well, but exactly, they can monitor that, di ba? And they can mm-hmm. expose that. And they can put rules. The extreme, of course, is Google doesn't allow, di ba sabi ng Google, they will not allow ads for mm-hmm. Philippine elections, di ba? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily saying that, but, mm-hmm. but ano, no? Kasi that can also affect, ha? other candidates that might actually mm-hmm. rely on on the type of advertising. So, hindi ko lang sasabihin na, na mabuti yan. But I, may, may control ang social media platforms. They're the best form of control. But you hit the head on the nail, Awi. Diba? Uh, we should do, make as transparent as possible social media interaction and, and advertising and influencing as we do in mainstream media. Diba? Uh, TV and, and print and, and radio. Alam natin eh. Diba? So, so dapat yun ang ating model na ano or, or yan ang da, model ng outcome no? not model ng regulation kasi nga ibang-iba itong sistema na ito. And so that's why importante sa amin yung engagement no? I mean uh, with, with, with the, the social media platform. So we want to understand what they're actually also doing. Diba? Uh, to try to reach this, etc. And try to push them na hindi lang ito dapat about pera, di ba? Kasi, di ba, yung, yung main critique kanibaw sa Facebook is it's all about revenue, di ba? And keeping the revenue model alive, di ba? Which is that you keep your options about about how to advertise. Kasi yun naman talagang value nila compared to to other other platforms. So, so what we want is sana willing to, to change the algorithms, change the model, the model that they have maybe it means giving up a little bit more of revenue in exchange for social good. You mentioned algorithms, no? Madalas gamitin yung, yung salitang yan ngayon, no? but maybe not everyone uh, understands how it's related to this whole discussion. And basically, yan ang uh, programming sa, sa back-end ng Facebook that channels eyeballs no? to particular kinds of uh, content. No? Kaya yun ang isang malaking kritik dyan dahil yung algorithm as it's uh, designed now by Facebook ay sinasabi ng uh, mga critics ng Facebook ay it's designed to give the most attention to the most emotional content. Yung mga nagda-drive ng anger, rage, no? Uh, kaya nagiging divided ngayon yung uh, mga Pilipino and basically everyone who uses Facebook around the world, no? Uh, because anger is a lot more viral than, I guess, uh, joy or kindness, no? And that's how Facebook's algorithm is designed. Pero uh, kaugnayan ng isang ano nyo, sa, uh, proposal uh, dito sa open letter, sabi mo nga, sa, sabi nyo, sa number five, increase the weight that uh, Facebook's algorithm gives 
to News Ecosystem Quality, NEQ. Okay, that's a new technical jargon, no? Uh, baka, you know, bago lang yan. Uh, scores to ensure that authoritative news appears more prominently than sources which spread disinformation and incite anger and hate no i mean of course this is this is um music to a journalist's ears no pero at the same time you're asking facebook to make a judgment kung sino ba yung uh, authoritative source ng news no mahabang debate yan uh, there are people who even spread fake news na sinasabing kaming mainstream media or matagal nang gumagawa ng uh, news uh, sa mainstream media or or um, gathering news and presenting it ay kaming yung kami yung salarin no uh, we're the ones who are actually spreading uh, fake news uh, uh, so there's also a big debate uh, about uh, sino ba dapat ang judge niyan and then whoever makes a judgment is going to be disputed, bashed, uh, and people have tried before, no? Na, oh, ito yung mga websites na nagkakalat ng fake news. Oh, ito yung mga websites na, 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 na mas uh, totoo or mas factual, no? Uh, and then, of course, that creates this uh, another divide, a political divide, no? Um, but anyway, put this in context, uh, Tony. To answer that, importante yung, yung process, di ba? Yung independence ng process nila of determining ano yung, ano yung reliable news, di ba? Yung source mm-hmm. of, uh, of news and information. Uh, some kind of system that they have to, ano. But, but importante na, hindi lang sila, kundi ano, ano, yung, yung meron silang uh, independent system, like experts or whatever that can, can do that kind of thing uh, for them and with, well, uh, with them, but that's really unavoidable. But otherwise, mm-hmm. not a free market of false information, like the vaccination, for example. So COVID very dangerous, life and death. Yung yung bagay na yon, ba? Sa red tagging, mm-hmm. uh, itong mga human rights defenders, mga social activists, life and death na bagay yon, ba? Uh, mm-hmm. So so I think in many places, naman, in many issues. Merong independent way of going about doing this, no? and we want to encourage uh, Facebook to be able to do that, di ba? By engaging actually with stakeholders, di ba? Like for example, sa human rights organizations, makakapag engage ka naman sa amin ng mga human rights organizations. We have reputations naman yung mga iba-ibang mga groups that can that can handle what they have to ask from us. Eh. But wala naman. I, I, it's just that, di ba? Facebook has become the, the biggest publisher in the world, whether it likes it or not, diba? So I think that 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 role actually has to be, in fact, understood better and also refined better for from their part. So, yung, yung so, yung... so, so very briefly, ano tong news ecosystem quality score? I mean, what do you mean by that? Because oh, oh. It's a new approach, diba, of determining a particular source, diba? Whether it's mainstream media or not, whether alternative website yan. Media, oh. but, but is it, diba, yung quality ng kanilang information, the facts particularly, reporting of facts particularly, diba, is, is uh, as accurate, uh, substantively as possible. Iba siya hmm. from views, no? yung mga perspective, kasi naturally magkaiba talaga yun, diba? But mm-hmm. in terms lang of the basic reporting of of facts, many of which should not be disputed, diba? Like scientific mm-hmm. facts, uh, uh, we can give a score to that. But that sounds like something only humans can do. Can an algorithm do that? Because uh, autom- autom- automated ang algorithm, diba? Being able to scan text and be able to say... Humans oh. have, have can develop the criteria, diba? But you can then feed that criteria into the algorithm. So that the algorithm can, diba, can close down certain things. Can, diba ginagawa na yun ngayon? Pag, pag hindi ka reliable source, then they will actually lessen your ability to be seen by others. No? So it, it, it can happen already. Kaya siyempre may negative, alam din natin ah, that can also affect diba, legitimate news. No? Kasi lalo na if you rely on people's choices, diba? kasi people's choices can also be be distorted by by the information that they receive. Minsan yung mahirang mong defense ng Facebook, no? Is, yun nga, sabi, sasabihin nila na platform lang kami, and parang you're blaming us for what the, you know, bad actors do, no? I mean, uh, including governments, no? A lot of governments around the world, they spread uh, disinformation uh, through Facebook and other uh, platforms. I mean, nabanggit mo, uh, sa atin lang, no? Oh. In my engage, yeah, you... engagement with hmm. Facebook, uh, limited and uh, as it is here right now, diba? 
Well, parang wala na yung perspective na ganyan how you think they, they understand their accountability and the responsibility. I think lalo na because of what happened in the US. And mm. then in the Philippines, I think they understand uh, what their accountability is for this election, what happened in 2016. Parang that's all understood already. Eh. So, ang mm. panganga pa lang, ano yung response, di ba? What do we do to make sure na... Siyempre, and, and that naman we share with Facebook kasi like, ako, I'm, I'm a strong advocate of uh, uh, the free press, of media freedom, strong advocate of uh, freedom of expression. Huh? I mean, we don't want to throw the baby out diba, with the baby water as they, as, they, as they used to say. So talagang it's a working with, ano, no, working with Facebook as a stakeholder is, is quite important for us to get this right. No? And we don't sense any resistance na about that diba, from Facebook as it might have been a year ago or two years ago, no? Parang may openness na to actually deal with these issues, to solve them, di ba? Knowing that they have real-life consequences, no? But it's challenging. I mean, I, I will tell you, sa kam- political campaigns, sa elections, salimbawa, di ba, there are two kinds of disinformation. One is disinformation about the record of a candidate, including the f- candidate's family, As you know, and another one is uh, disinformation that is aggressive, diba? an attack against a candidate. So, pending defensive, pending aggressive, pending revisionist, revising a history, revising a record, and pederen attacking someone. Diba? So, all of that is being very done subtly. Diba? So, we're still trying to figure out how do you stop that when it's done very subtle. To be honest, your first generation of this information, let's put it that way, Uh, especially by the government, yung, uh, by Duterte uh, influencers, DDS, etc. Mas madali i-deal with yun kasi it's out in the open, di ba? You can actually call them out Now you shouldn't be saying this, you shouldn't be saying that. We, for example, mga kauson has been, been ano, called out many times, di ba? Uh, but if you notice, wala na masyadong ganyan ngayon, di ba? Mm-hmm. Campaigns have been much more subtle. So that really means uh, this is not uh, now about the systems that the social media platforms have. But we know it's happening, di ba? You know, uh, sa polling lang, ha? And, and, and we talked about polling kanina in the pre-interview, but sa polling lang, alam mo, how we, you cannot blame Filipinos for what they're choosing kasi they're choosing on the right basis of the right things. Anong kandidato gusto nyo? Makabayan? Makapobre? Pro-poor? Pro, pro pro country, makajos, diba? not corrupt, etc. Diba? And then when you ask them, sino yung kandidato na yun? Diba? You might see a disconnect or you can see a disconnect. So diba? yung, yung ibig sabihin, the people are, are making, are motivated well. That's why sabi ko talaga sa mga tao na nagkakampanya for another candidate, never look down on them because they actually think like you that they're choosing the right person based on what's good for the country. Don't ever think that you have the monopoly of what's good for the country, di ba? Mm-hmm. But you have to ask, why are they choosing this candidate over another candidate? Because of information they have been fed, di ba? About mm-hmm. these, these different candidates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right. yun ang natin stop eh. Yun ang kailangan natin baguhin. Mm-hmm. But we have to understand, and, and to be honest, we, we don't completely understand yet how that has happened, di ba? Kasi mm-hmm. hindi siya out in the open as it used to be. Uh, in mm-hmm. 2016 and, and the first four years, siguro, of Duterte, medyo obvious. Ngayon hindi mm-hmm. na, di ba? So far, we've been discussing uh, information or disinformation as the basis for uh, the choices of voters. No? Uh, kung ano yung nalalaman ng voters, ano yung sinasabi sa voters tungkol sa mga kandidato. No? But uh, just putting it in a larger context, no? information or, or disinformation is only one factor no? behind uh, voter behavior or voter preferences and, and uh, decisions. No? May, traditionally, may iba't ibang factors sa ating uh, bansa. No? May cliche na guns, goons, and gold. No? Yung paggamit ng dahas para yun nga uh, para pilitin or i-pressure i-harass yung mga ibang voters na na bumoto para sa you know isang kandidato or gold no Baba- vote buying or babayaran mo yung uh, yung yung barangay captain for example no uh, those are separate from information no and then there's of course may glitter or showbiz no na banggit mo uh, in the past and in, in uh, earlier in this conversation 
na kaya malaki yung chance ni Senator Soto na manalo bilang uh, VP dahil uh, you know, to a great extent dahil sa kanyang showbiz background not necessarily because of his senatorial record and then I'll just go down the the list no of of different uh, factors no then there's the command vote no that's also separate from information kung ano yung sinabi ng local boss no or or warlord uh, regardless of the information you're getting no and of course a famous example uh, of this is the INC vote no command vote yan na sinasabi nila uh, traditionally baka 4 to 5% ng total vote yan and that's solid yan and then and then this uh, yung regionalistic vote no uh uh, no matter what I know about the candidates, basta, you know, Ilocano yan, boboto ko yan, or basta Bicolano yan, uh, or Tiga Mindanao yan, iboboto ko yan. So that's also separate from from information. And, uh, you know, nabanggit natin yung bandwagon effect din ng political, uh, public opinion surveys. Uh, it's also kind of separate from, from information. And then, of course, there's advertising, yung mainstream media, no? Uh, which is also information, but that's different from the information context we've been talking about, which is Facebook, uh, social media. And then, uh, two, two more factors, no? I list ko kanina, eh. I'm interested in your thoughts about about each of these. You've mentioned them uh, here and there in, in other interviews and in your columns, no? And I'd like to try, try to tie things together. But there was also a study that, um, and I don't know how valid it is today, but uh, one big factor behind voter choices is whether the candidate uh, that they're considering visited their place. Kaya nangangampanya physically, ano? Kaya hindi pwedeng zoom lang yung yung kampanya. Kaya maraming kandidato kung saan saan nagpupunta, no? And then finally, itong sinasabi mo, no? Kanina, yung napag-usapan nating deliberative democracy, no? It's kind of a political science term, no? But uh, but in brief, and you, you can elaborate later, no? This this is where the debates come in, the the civil discussion, yung uh, accurate information, uh, yung yung papel ng mga a journalist, uh, uh, etc., etc. No, so um, uh, I, I'm wondering because yon, naging dean ka ng Ateneo School of Government, and uh, I'm sure you've been reading and talking to a lot of uh, political scientists. No, nagbago ba uh, yung yung weight ng mga ng mga factors na yan? Since a lot of your attention now is on disinformation, how would you rate that as a factor versus? All of these others. Just taking a, an example, see Lenny, you know, candidate Lenny, who's who hasn't been leading in, in any of the surveys, and yet, kung titina mo yung record niya for the past five years uh, or, or even longer, the long, you know, as long as she's been a, a politician, and daming and daming yung biyahe, no? She's been almost everywhere, no? Uh, if you map her sorties, nung, nung VP candidate siya, uh, and daming yung talagang uh, napuntahan, and yet. Uh, siya mataas dun sa, sa, sa surveys. On the other hand, um, uh, makikita mo na maraming uh, may mga kandidato na nakikinabang sa disinformation. A lot of the disinformation is spreading falsehood about them that favors them. May ganon, no? And of course, and then, and then of course, everyone wants the command votes. Kaya nililigawan yung mga local politicians, nililigawan yung INC, nililigawan yung mga iba pang mga grupo na solid kung bumoto, no? Maybe you can give us a sense of the landscape, the context of this disinformation. How important is disinformation versus those other factors? Humina na ba, halimbawa, yung guns, goons, and gold uh, compared to kung ano yung nagaganap sa social media, sa Facebook, or, or malayo pa rin yung, yung, yung effect ng Facebook compared to you know, yung mga pwedeng gawin ng warlord uh, in favor of a particular candidate. I mean, the way to see it is, uh, no, no, yung parang, if you look at this as a war, di ba, uh, you start with what we used to call an air war, di ba, reconnaissance. Uh, so in other words, nandiyan na yung mga unang engagement, which is about information, disinformation. Uh, so isang, isang buong aspeto ng labanan, di ba? And to answer your question, become more important because of the pandemic, di ba? Mm-hmm. And the means with which that have become more available and it's cheaper if it's cheaper than the tv ads and radio ads no to it's cheaper to have a troll farm right? you mean social media com- social media campaigns are cheaper than tv and radio ads okay like for example a troll farm can cost you maybe a hundred thousand a month two hundred thousand a month that's just mm-hmm. one ad diva right? on mm-hmm. on one one spot right? you can imagine that kita malang sa cost diba na ano 
uh, you can have a troll farm of 20, 30 people on a cost of 200, 300,000. So, so talagang from that point of view, you can, you can, you can have that. Diba? So the positive side sana dyan is you can also say use the same technology diba? to counter and also to, to have a positive, uh, ano, ano, positive uh, view. I, I think ang analysis ko lang kay VP Lenny and, and, and that's because she, she wasn't sure whether she was going to run, di ba? Uh, is that para napabayaan yung defense sa kanya ng attack sa kanya for the first five years. Sinasabi naman din niya yun na hindi talaga sila concerted yung defense doon. Uh, but and not only the defense, but also the, di ba, the propagation of everything that he was doing and the promotion of everything that he was, that she was doing. I mean, so, dapat kasi, ano yan eh, you have to feed. In my own small way, I have my own sphere of influence, di ba? To keep that influence, uh, that small sphere lang of the people I want to influence, di ba? I have to put something every day. You have to feed your your audience, di ba? Yun ang dapat ginawa nila VP Lenny from the beginning, from day one of our VP. Feed something. You mean content? Content online? Everyday content, di ba? Anyway, hopefully they're doing that now and 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 some of these things can still be so, ganun yung, ganun na muna. so sa tingin mo, Tony, mas malaking factor yon yung attack sa kanya by online trolls or maybe uh, may mga legitimate critics din. No? She has been attacking her and she hasn't been defending herself or her people have not been defending her enough versus the fact na she's been present, physically present in a lot of places. No? Na traditionally, you would think malaking factor din yung physical princess, bumisita ang vice president sa amin. No? Uh, you would think that would help convert people to her cause or make make them uh, prefer her over others the people that will see her would have been converted diba but mm-hmm. limited yung number of people na yon i mean so so dapat yun lahat yun amplify yun uh, on a regular uh, basis no pero it's easier said than done kasi yun nga that requires a decision kaya ako hawi when i uh, mentor politicians that win elections diba on their first day, I tell them they have to, whether they will run again in the next election, they have to imagine they will run again, diba? Uh, ganun talaga. They will have to imagine they will run again because, diba, otherwise, that option is taken out. Pag hindi nila, they should govern as if they will run again, diba? Ganun, ganun, mm-hmm. ganun, ganun talaga dapat ang, ano, if, you, if you're a politician na, na mm-hmm. as a vocation, diba? In this case, it, it, this did not happen. But as I said, now they're trying to, to do that, maybe it will still work. But oh, that's still the, that's the first half, lang, diba? The second half, as you were telling about all the different factors, the second group of ano naman is is ground operation in a campaign. What do you mean by ground operation? Uh converting of votes, diba? So for example, you mean face to face, face to face interaction. Well, you have to have people in each barangay, diba? Mm. So like right now, um, uh, in other words, a machine, machinery. I mean, what I'm seeing. Is, and we saw this in 2016 also. Marcos, has a, Bongbong Marcos has a superior ground operation, diba? I guess the best that money can buy, diba? And I'm not saying that in a negative way, Hawiya. Ah. I'm saying that in a positive way, na may mm. machine, it's mm. barangay level, probably lots of barangay captains. Kung hindi nila nakuha yung barangay captain, they got an alternative to the barangay captain through which the finances are flow, diba? I'm not saying both buying or anything, but but may pera, may real may pera, money oh. that goes to the barangay, even this early, diba? Any other campaign needs to also do that, diba? To be able to convert votes, yung not necessarily money, but presence, no? Presence has to be has to be done. I mean, because it's a na- national campaign, must challenging. Isko Moreno in Manila, ERAP had in 2019, ERAP had all of the Ganon din si Vico Soto in Pasi. See, you said you had all of that, diba, yung, yung barangay level operations, but because Manila lang at Pasig, maliliit lang, diba, not too many barangays, mm. he could actually visit every barangay. And then in-amplify niya yon sa Facebook Live for Isko and for, so for Vico, hindi na nga in-amplify. Sa Vico, was just having all of these meetings three, four times a day, a day, diba? But you cannot do that for a presidential campaign. So you have to amplify that now using whatever, ano, much challenging in that, in that sense. But as I said, this is may role pa rin ng deliberate. Hindi pa rin yung deliberate democracy because that's really diba, that's really campaigning face-to-face, person-to-person campaigning. 
the only mm-hmm. chance and this is the challenge for you guys sa mainstream media kasi talaga ito yung pinaka-importanting role nyo uh, in my view no is of course itong mga debates nyo mga small forums nyo involving candidates or candidate representatives iba na ganyan pero syempre yan wala masyadong audience diba, compared to ano the national debates but the presidential debates which happens three times i think ganun naman at ang pa- plano ngayon yun yung chance talaga for some kind of more diba more intelligent ano not of the issues kasi as you said pwede naman na very limited ang oras you only have two minutes three minutes diba but the way a candidate thinks about the issues lumalabas the way a candidate behaves diba uh, ako very clear sa akin na that was the one that changed the dynamics of the presidential race in 2016 Nung nag-away si Binay at si Rojas, in fact, it was even outside, di ba? But it was so clear out, ano, and after that, nung nag-resume na, na Duterte was like the, the had a command, di ba? The sense of humor, had a, di ba? The openness to, to ano, parang, uh, parang lumabas doon sa Cebu debate na mukhang si Duterte ang, ang pinakamagaling sa kanilang lahat, di ba? And, uh, and so the national, the, the presidential debates will matter a lot. Probably our best chance of some kind of deliberative democracy in my view. Kaya challenges ang understanding ko sa deliberative democracy, I looked it up when I heard you mention it, no? Kasi there's actually a book called Deliberative Democracy published in 1980 and then it's been quoted widely. But basically, it means, yun nga, may deliberation, no? may debate, may discussion, there's kind of a consensus, ano ba yung importante para sa bansa, pinakikinggan lahat ng mga panig at uh, may accurate yung information, factual yung mga sinasabi ng mga politiko, etc. No? At yung journalist may papel din dyan, ano na factual reportage. So, yung botante ay sapat yung basehan. No? May basehan para bumoto para doon sa pinakamahusay na na kandidato no so i guess that's the ideal that's that's the goal uh, para sa isang uh, demokrasya kaya doon doon papasok yung halaga ng debate no but the way you describe what happened in 2015 2016 no nung yung huli, huling election natin kaya kaya dumamang si si Duterte and sabi mo it, it made a difference what what i'm understanding is that was more performance and theatrics rather than actual substance no and and discussion and deliberation ano bin deliberation doon as opposed to sabi mo nag-aaway si Rojas at si Binay and si si uh, Duterte looked i guess he had the sense of humor he had uh, i guess he appeared more uh, statesmanlike or he had he was more he looked more like a leader etc so It, it it's really a big part of it's really performance no um yung theatrics uh, ng ng democracy rather than actual deliberation well yes and that's the nature of tv kasi na champedel you only can can have limited time but that that's exactly the challenge of of the people that will be hosting this that it becomes mm-hmm. more more uh more substantial and more na may importante exchange diba exchange uh, between the candidates Uh, but I would still say that this was still the best way to compare each of them to each other, diba? Yung, mm. yung, yung the way... They're all there together. The only times that they're together in one place. Uh-oh. And and there's an independent diba, journalist that uh, that asks the questions, diba? Um, mm. And chooses the questions. I would also argue kasi that part of a presidency naman talaga, diba, is performance, diba? Because uh, the truth is that government will be done by lots thousands and thousands of government employees diba by government officials the president is just the parang the top of the of the diba, pyramid but in in the top of the pyramid he he makes a lot of difference by diba, by, by by his command so so that is also something we have to see but the important thing is that the deliberation that is not what they do but from there we can now make a discussion who was better So that's why ako, I'm t- saying this, no? Uh, I was for Grace Poden and was actually with her in 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 all of the debates, no? Because I was one of those that was sort of advising her about that. But it was after that you have to have a debate among yourselves also how you did, who did well, etc. I'm sure people in families were also asking each other that, diba? And deliberating mm-hmm. among themselves, diba? It's a chance now to deliberate who they want, diba? Who they thought was good based on that, on the issues, whatever. So it gives you a chance for a national conversation happening all at the same time. 
Now you actually want to do that many times. Sana sana maraming beses na gagawa 'yon, 'di ba? Ito ginawa na natin siya three times and probably too late. So tingin ko nga dapat mas maaga January, February, March yung kasi February, March, April, March, April, May, March, February, March, April, parang ganon. Uh yung yung debates, no? Um ako I would do it earlier like January, February, March para may before Holy Week lahat, 'di ba? Para may final push tayo after Holy Week. But it designed siya in such a way na after the debate, regardless of ano, mag-uusap yung mga pamilya, mag-uusap yung mga neighborhoods, yung mga ano, mga ano para mapag-usapan nila kung sino ba talaga ang ang gumalamang okay. Yeah, Tony, na- you mentioned that you were involved in the Grace Po uh, candidacy, no? Let's take that as a as a case study uh, briefly lang kasi there was a time that she was leading, people thought that she would win, no? Uh, you know, she seemed to be a, a new kind of politician, anak ni FPJ. Um, she was, uh, you know, rating very well. Some surveys, uh, you know, there was uh, some some humps along the way, no? People are questioning her citizenship, etc. No? And then, late in the game, she was overtaken, no? By, by Duterte. I mean, what, what do you think was the biggest factor? Ang dami natin na pag-usapan. Was there any disinformation against her that that uh, created an impact, for example, or 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 was it the debate that you mentioned? Or wh- what were the what was the main factor? Ang minor minor dun yung ano no yung and, and relevant kasi Marcos is facing the same thing yung disqualification case, di ba? Mm-hmm. Uh, because palaging may uncertainty until na resolve mm-hmm. siya completely. In the case of Grace, that didn't get resolved until two weeks before the election or three weeks. Mm-hmm. Before the election, the motion for reconsideration was junked by the Supreme Court. Na so, parang parang after that, syempre, all lines clear na. Uh, but that's minor in my view. So in my view, do naman ano, not so much this information, but but uh, I think nobody got uh, all the campaigns except Duterte was not able to get the sense of the electorate that in spite of all the numbers of Pinoy, it was an unhappy electorate, di ba? unhappy sila about the country, about the state of the country. Uh, for some reason, hindi talaga nakuha yan, di ba? Grace Pog ran a campaign that was actually about continuing Pinoy because she wanted Pinoy's uh, approval, di ba? Pinoy's endorsement, trying to get Pinoy's approval from ano. So, hindi, hindi siya administration, pero hindi rin siya opposition, di ba? So, na, nakuha niya yon na hindi niya nakuha yung, yung ano na si Duterte lang nakakuha na the people were actually many of the people of the voters were not happy about the situation of the country i don't know why uh okay. parang, parang, kasi don't, i didn't see akinos ano as, yeah. as bad chapter may okay. mangano may mangano pero yes. na ano talaga ni Duterte yon okay okay tony i just want to point out a a big irony there no kasi nga uh, you know pinoy uh, for all of his faults he left the economy for example in pretty good shape and with, his numbers were good we, we, yeah, we had a good uh, international image, for example, and yet people were unhappy. Uh, now, you compare, you know, because if you think about it, uh, the leading candidates now are, I guess, status quo candidates, more continuity than change. You know? So so you, you would assume that despite everything, voters now are happy. Is that, is that, is that our takeaway? Uh, are, are they, despite the pandemic, despite, you know, the displacement? And- question, question, how are we right now, diba? Uh, right now, do we actually have an unhappy in terms of status quo o nga uh, electorate or not, di ba? Uh, lumalabas kasi sa polling right now and hindi sa not na about the about the vote about the the candidates, no? but about the Duterte administration. Na uh, while on issues may mga maraming questions, di ba? Parang people are generally happy with the status quo, so. And that's why this goes to whoever wins this election is the one that reads the electorate properly, diba? Hmm. Uh, ang sense ko, Howie, is this is not an opposition electorate. May opposition na, na, na significant, but I'm feeling ko that's like at least 10%. Sa polling, ha, never exceeds 10% in mm-hmm. the last five years, diba? Yung, mm-hmm. yung talagang totally against Duterte, diba? Pero baka ma-increase mo yan to another double, 20-25%, di ba? Mm-hmm. Pero feeling ko ceiling na yon, in spite of the pandemic, di ba? So therefore, let's say for VP Lenny to win, she has to make sure she gets another 10-15% to 15% mm-hmm. of the Marcos or Duterte supporters, or the, di ba? Yung mga, mm-hmm. mga hindi opposition. She has to convert that. 
In the same way, diba, uh, of course, si Marcos, now that consolidated siya with Duterte, will want to keep his own support na solid naman yan, Marcos loyalist, 20-30%, di ba? 20-25% from big... Noon pa naman yan, dati nga 50% yan, di ba? When, when Marcos was ousted, it was 50-50. Di ba? I mean, patas lang yung ano noon, di ba? Yung, hmm. The 86 election was probably won by Cory, but by not, by not much, di ba? Mm-hmm. Alam naman natin yun, no? But Marcos is trying to keep the, the Duterte support. That explains why Scott Moreno has to choose opposition ba kukunin niya or DDS ba? I think he's decided. Mm-hmm. Once Lenny ran, wala na siyang chance to get opposition votes, doon na siya sa DDS pupunta. Kasi the theory again is that it's not an unhappy electorate. That's what happened in 2016, I think. You know, man, Duterte was able to tap into this unhappiness of the electorate, di ba? Yeah, help us my... Yeah. Including yeah. many Athenians, no? many, yeah. oh, many ABC. They were unhappy sila. They were unhappy yeah. about the situation. Yeah, but help us mine that that sentiment, no? Because uh, we've been talking about disinformation and what what role does that have? Because parang it just seems counterintuitive, no? Na happy ngayon ang mga tao sa status quo because ang dami nang wala ng trabaho. I mean, you just talk to ordinary people, no? Dami nang wala ng trabaho, mga mga ordinary people, service workers, uh, ang dami ngayon health workers. They're they're exposed to a lot of risk. There's a pandemic. Ang dami nang matay. People are a lot of people are blaming the leadership, no, the government for being slow in, in so many things, no. And then there's also the foreign policy, no, na maka China, kaya hindi kagad nag uh, clamp down on uh, Chinese uh, uh, tourism and travelers, uh, etc. No, so the economy is not good, uh, the international image is not good. Meron pang ICC uh, issue. I mean, barang wala kang masadong mabibilang na. Positivo. Of course, I, that probably reflects my own biases, no? But but just looking at it uh, objectively, it's it's true. We've lost a lot of people sa pandemic. Nobody's happy about that. Nobody's happy about the mass unemployment na naganap. Nobody's happy about the lockdowns. Hindi makabisita sa mga kamag-anak. Hindi makabiyahe sa probinsya. Hindi makabalik sa, sa overseas yung mga OFWs, etc., etc. Nobody's happy about that. Nobody's happy about uh, the economy. So why isn't this reflecting on... The status quo leadership. Ano bang, ano, what's the political science uh, angle here? Yeah, that, that's where the disinformation comes in, di ba? Yung talag- 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 mm-hmm. Tama ka. On the issues, the people are on the right side, di ba? And on the accurate side. But when they start attaching that to personalities... So there's no accountability. There's no sense na kaninong kasalanan ba to? Sino bang accountable dito? Sino, who was responsible for preventing this or protecting us from death, from illness, from the pandemic, from economic displacement. Walang, nobody is pointing fingers at anyone. Ganun ba yun? Alam mo, Howie, this is where the failure has been, di ba? Sa political system natin. And unfortunately, this goes back to Pinoy, di ba? Which is that the president, starting with Pinoy, started to consolidate all the politicians to support him. Diba? Under Kapinoy, sino yung opposition? Yung makabayan lang, yung leftist groups lang, di ba? Mm-hmm. And then under, under Duterte, kahit yung leftist groups na, sa, at the beginning, nandun kay Duterte, di ba? Yan ang insidious dyan kasi uh, wala ng opposition. Through the five years, wala naman talagang opposition, di ba? Because all, almost all the opposition was with the, with the government because of the budget, the money, the, also the attacks, and ganyan. So yan, that's where the problem is kasi, I mean, tinan mo yung Congress, di ba? Uh, mm-hmm. Even the Senate, the, well, of course, there was Dilema, but you know, she was quickly arrested. You have a few people, naman, like Senator Riza has been very, very vocal. But generally, uh, until lately, ngayon lang sila, lumalabas sila ulit. Diba sila Lacson, sila, sila Gordon, no? But sa House, talagang makabayan lang yon and a few of the remaining Liberal Party, diba, na, na, na ano. It's the failure to have an opposition in our politics uh, that has led to this, diba? Wala kasing nagsasabi noon na ano i mean kami sa human rights sinasabi naman namin yun mm-hmm. ang kasalanan ng Duterte but we're not politicians no we're not ano. so so i think that's where the failure uh, is also plus itong fail yeah. itong disinformation kasi uh, the disinformation is that hindi to kasalanan ni president Duterte di ba hindi to kasalanan ng those in power da? same ito about the, the Marcos legacy di ba hindi naman yan totoo di ba kahit alam naman natin totoo yung ginawa ni President Marcos, yung human rights record, yung corruption record. Pero uh, there's already enough out there that, that has pushed back on that. I mean, so 
So yun ang dahilan doon. Kaya in my view, regardless of who wins in this election, we need to build a sparring partner for government. What do you mean by that? Sparring? Oh. Kailangan may ano, opposition na malakas, di ba? Oh, okay. Hindi yung yeah. opposition. Well, Tony, it didn't, it didn't help na one of the primary critics and oppositionists ay na, matagal na nasa kulungan. No? So it's not like uh, malaya siya magbatikos. Sa House of Representatives, Howie, for a long time, until lately lang, uh, yung kanilang minority floor leader was actually part of the ruling coalition. Di ba? Thankfully, the last year and a half, grant that to GMA. No? Kasi when she was a speaker, I think started there. Medyo ano na, bumalik na na, tal- opposition na lang kayo, di ba? Parang ganon. Or maybe, maybe kay ano na yon kay Kayetano na yon I, I forgot the exact ano. But but right mm-hmm. now, I'm, I'm happy naman. There are small numbers, but but at least at least may opposition na sa House, di ba? No, no. That, that's, uh, sa politics natin, yun ang, yun ang nang, uh, ano natin, nangyayari sa atin. And that's, that's the, what you have to, ano, kasi there can be no deliberative democracy also if there is no opposition, di ba? If there's no counter-argument of whatever the dominant, di ba, or the majority voice would be. Gosh, uh, Tony, there's still so much to talk about, but we need to let you go. You know, we know how busy you are. You have so many hats. You know, uh, we want to thank you for, for your time, but not, but more than that, thank you for your fight against disinformation. Lahat tayo makikinabang din sa laban na yan. No? Sana, sana makinig ang Facebook sa inyo and uh, uh, TikTok and YouTube and Google and all the other platforms. No, Dapat makinig sa inyo. You, you, you guys uh, uh, are on the right side of history. Maraming salamat, Professor. Tony Lavinia, thanks for your insights. Keep educating us and keep safe always. Maraming salamat. Bye-bye. This episode was produced by Eva Marie Ercilia and Pau Requesto and edited by J.R. Magdoto with the wonderful people of GMA News and Public Affairs Digital. A special thank you to all you avid listeners for helping make the Howie Severino podcast one of Spotify's best new podcasts of 2021. And again, thanks for staying until the very end of this episode. A sign of that rare gift these days of extended attention span. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Tell your friends too. Mabuhay ka at ingat lagi.